You're listening to the Stress and Anxiety Podcast, episode number 89. And on this episode, we are going to continue our series on common mistakes people make with OCD and anxiety recovery. And today we're going to talk specifically about how people try to use ERP to cure OCD and anxiety and why that's actually a trap. So thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Matt Cotty and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and I specialize in helping people overcome stress and anxiety related disorders. And on this podcast, I'm going to share with you simple tools, strategies, and principles to help you better navigate stress and anxiety in your life. Because when you have the proper knowledge and strategies, you can begin to transform from being afraid of these feelings to confidently navigating and healing them. And by learning how to regulate your stress more effectively as an individual, you can then show up as a better version of yourself for your families, your friends, and people in your communities, which will ultimately help us all create a better world for ourselves and for those around us. Welcome to the Stress and Anxiety Show. All right, hello and welcome to this episode where we're going to continue our series on common mistakes that people make when it comes to OCD and anxiety recovery. And so for those of you that don't know me, my name is Matt Cotty and I'm the founder of Restored Minds and I'm also a licensed clinical social worker and I specialize in OCD and anxiety. And today I want to talk about the third mistake that people make that I see very common um, and, and it's really this idea of trying to use the tools to cure OCD and anxiety. And so what I mean by that is is that when people are starting off in their journey to recovery, right, um, what what commonly happens is, is that they are looking for a solution to what they perceive to be the problem, right? Meaning if they are having intrusive thoughts that are, you know, running through their mind, if they're having, um, you know, a lot of anxiety, panic, uh, you know, all sorts of stuff, right? It, it, that's 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 what people perceive to be the problem. That's what I perceived to be the problem. In fact, even beyond that, they'll be worrying about what the content of the thoughts they're having is, right? And that's what they even perceive to be the problem when they're really, really lost in in that chaos, and. The reality is, is that when you when you think that's your problem, then you're looking for tools to solve that problem, and you get presented with this idea of exposure and response prevention, right? And, and it's commonly called ERP, right? And what the mistake that people make is, is that they try to use ERP to cure, quote unquote, their OCD and anxiety, and that creates a lot of frustration because ERP is not designed to do that. Right. I mean, and and so you're using this tool to try to get a result that you that you believe is is the end result you want, and you're not going to get it using that tool. So it creates frustration with both the person seeking help and you know the treatment provider, or you know just just the whole situation in general. And so what I want to do today is I kind of want to talk about what ERP is really used for. Right, and so when I'm talking about ERP again, I'm talking about exposure and response prevention. What we're really talking about here is exposing yourself or experiencing the very thing that you're afraid of, both in like in all the internal stuff, right? So um, external and internal. So we're talking about the thoughts that you don't want to have, 
And we're also talking about the feelings that you don't want to have, right? So the thoughts and anxiety. And then we're preventing ourselves from doing anything that's going to reinforce that, right? So, you know, it's a very common example of this is the idea of someone with a fear of contamination and they will expose themselves to the um, a contaminated object, let's say a door handle and then touch it, right? And this flood of anxiety will come up. A lot of thoughts will race, um, you know, well, what if it's contaminated? What if I get this disease? What if I die? All these kind of thoughts, right? And that that is the exposure, right? The exposure is to bring up all the internal stuff. Like the, and what we do with exposure um, in response prevention, exposure therapy, is we are experiencing the feared situation, right? And then we're not getting in the conversation, essentially, right? We're not getting into the voice in our head. We're not going to start analyzing the thoughts. We're not going to start trying to get rid of the feelings. We're just going to let it all happen, right? And it's really uncomfortable, right? Which is one of the reasons people don't like ERP, right? And, and obviously, no one likes going through it. But what happens is, is if we actually don't respond to a way that reinforces it, then our brain learns that it's not actually dangerous and it essentially event, it eventually stops setting off that alarm. But the moment that we you know, touch that contaminated object and then wash our hands, well, our brain's gonna learn that that's dangerous, right, through conditioning, and it ultimately keeps setting that alarm off in the future. And then we're gonna have to wash more to get the same relief. And that's why the anxiety cycle and the OCD cycle is a big trap that people fall in is because if it's essentially a false alarm going off and with ERP, what we're actually doing is we're showing our brain that it doesn't need to set off that alarm, but we have to do that through removing the behaviors. So again, ERP is not designed to get rid of your anxiety. In fact, what it's designed to do is, is to feel it and actually trigger it, right? But the reason is, is because if we do that and we do it effectively, then what, what happens is, is that our brain learns that it wasn't dangerous and eventually will stop setting it off. So the, the secondary effect of ERP in, is over the long term, your brain stops producing that, that anxiety response, that fear response, that stress response to that incident, right? Because it learns that it's not dangerous. But the only way it can learn to do that is if you do nothing behaviorally to reinforce the idea that it's dangerous. Because it's really important that we make that make that connection because what so many people do is they they read about ERP or they go on the internet right, and they see a video and they're like, okay, well, I tried ERP and it didn't work. Well, one of the reasons that it quote didn't work is is that you were using it in the wrong context if you use erp and then still feel anxiety well yeah by its very nature that quote didn't work because you're not using it correctly it's like using a hammer to saw a piece of wood in half right if you're if your end goal is is not correct then this tool is going to seem like it doesn't work Again, the goal of ERP is not to get rid of thoughts and feelings, right? What, what's the, the paradoxical effect of ERP is that if we do it enough and we actually don't respond, our brain stops producing those thoughts and feelings. But if we're using it to try to achieve that result, we're always going to consistently check for thoughts, check for feelings, analyze, do all these compulsions, which is going to keep that loop going. And that's the that's the trap that people fall in. The mistake is that they use ERP as a like thinking that it's an I do A and I get B, right? A plus B, right? You know, it's like this result is gonna come and then it doesn't happen the way they think it should, because again, they misunderstand the problem and then therefore they think that the tool doesn't work for them and they just give up. And and that's that's the big 
a big common mistake. And so I wanted to address that in this episode because if we understand why we're doing ERP, and, and more importantly, we understand what the real problem is with anxiety and OCD, which again is behavioral, right? Um, that's why cognitive behavioral therapy is shown again and again to be the best treatment for it, meaning how we respond to our thoughts and how we respond to our feelings, right? And the behaviors that we engage in, like that is what we're ultimately changing and essentially reprogramming and rewiring our brain through neuroplasticity. Once we understand that that's what ERP is actually doing, well, then it makes sense in the grander scale. Now we go, you know, much more in depth to this into our, you know, our taking back control program. And we, you know, we teach you the steps about specifically how you need to respond to each thought, what to do behaviorally, all that. But what I want to talk about specifically in this episode really is just this idea of you can't use ERP to try to cure yourself because you're going to fall into that trap of doing ERP checking to see how you're feeling, checking to see if your thoughts are still there, checking to see if this still makes you anxious. And when you notice any kind of feeling or thought, you're going to think that ERP doesn't work. But you're, if, if that's the case, you're just using it incorrectly. And, and again, when we understand the big picture goal of why we do ERP and how it works, that's what allows us to apply it successfully. And then as a secondary gain, when we actually apply it successfully, that's when we actually get the lower levels of anxiety, the decrease in thoughts, and, and all that as a, as a secondary gain of doing ERP correctly. So hopefully that makes sense. And, um, you know, I hope you found this helpful. And uh, again, if you did, we would really appreciate your support by liking and subscribing and leaving a, a review uh, over on iTunes as well. And also we have some additional resources for you on your journey, uh, including some more additional free training over at our site, Restored Minds. Um, and we also have some additional downloads and, and just other things to help you on your journey, as well as our coaching programs and uh, consulting programs. So thank you so much for tuning in this week. And I hope you guys have a great week. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found it helpful, chances are others will too. So if you please do me a favor and show your support by subscribing and sharing it on your social media platforms, I would really appreciate it. Also, if it would really help us out is if you could please leave a review on iTunes for this podcast as well. Lastly, if you're looking for a higher level of support on your journey, I have some links to some resources to get you started down in the notes over at RestoredMinds.com. And if you have any specific questions, please email me at support at RestoredMinds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope to see you soon.